But um, yeah, so I started out doing a lot of uh, like personal training and fitness stuff straight out of college. Um, did that for like a few months. That's kind of how I got my start on Instagram, like really trying to promote that business and like basic, you know, gym selfies, all that kind of good stuff. And then I want to say it was in like January of, or like February of this year. Um, that's when a local photographer in Columbus actually reached out to me like, you know, hey, have you ever done a photo shoot before? Would you be interested in shooting sometime? That sort of thing. And then uh, modeling and kind of the whole social media thing really just kind of took off from there. Yeah, guys. So this is Garrett Bear because we kind of jumped into it pretty quick there. But um, as you just mentioned, he does a lot of modeling and fitness training. So how did you you know, fall in love with fitness? Because I feel like there's a moment for everybody where they kind of figure out their passion and, and decide they want to run with it. So where, what point of your life was that for you? Um, I'd say that was probably like my first year or so of college. Um, I played sports all growing up, like basic you know, basketball, baseball, football, like, like a lot of kids do. Um, and I got to college and I went to Ohio State. So obviously, you know, huge school, can't really play sports there unless you're like freak of nature you know so I just kind of you know struggled to find my outlet you know went out drank a time like everyone else does at LSU um, I think I had like a 1.6 GPA or something my first semester so I was like not chilling at all but um so I remember one of my roommates was really into CrossFit and that sort of thing um, I know CrossFit has like that really bad rep but he was like actually really in shape and everything so I started like going with him just like hey it's something to do and I just really kind of fell in love with obviously it was that physical component for my life that I kind of missed from not doing sports anymore but it also kind of always gave me something to strive for like I find that I'm a very goal-based individual like I just get kind of bored if I'm not like always aiming to improve or something like that so it really kind of gave me uh, something to always you know work on and you know do to be honest so that's pretty dope. So like when you were uh, first in high school and you're playing all these different sports, was that like an aspiration for you to go to a place like Ohio State and, and play football or, or anything along those lines? I mean, it's something you, you dream about, like, you know, a lot of people do. But I mean, realistically, you know, you're not going to go to like the NFL or something unless you're in that, you know, one percent upper echelon of people. Um, initially, when I went to OSU, I had wanted to do something in the uh, sport industry. That's actually what I got my degree in. Um, I actually had a lot of interest in hockey and like doing something in the front office of like an NHL team. Um, I did an ambassadorship for the Blue Jackets actually uh, during my time at OSU, and I really liked that. But then kind of, you know, when you do that day in and day out, you kind of learn, you know, whether you like doing that as a job versus, you know, just having interest in a sport. And I kind of decided that, you know, fitness was more my passion and that doing something, you know, even though I love the sport, but making it kind of a job kind of took away some of the luster for me, if that makes sense. For sure. For sure. Yeah, that's interesting. Because... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just curious. Um, like, I feel like if you, you know, we're having these dreams to play football or whatever sport it was in college and you get to the point where you realize like it's not really possible for where you're at is that like kind of motivation that you might have used um to get in the gym more often or did that not really have an effect um not necessarily I mean it was like a dream but I mean by the time you hit you know I feel like seventh eighth grade unless you're a late bloomer you kind of know you know hey am I like legitimately gonna have like a chance to do that and I kind of like always knew like hey I like football and like it was great to play but it was never really something that I was gonna like 
seriously pursue as a career. Right. Yeah. Going back to what you said about, you know, being introduced to CrossFit by your friend in school, that's kind of similar to what Andre and I, you know, shares a connection because he introduced me to the podcasting world entrepreneurship when I was a freshman in college and we're both still actually in college. So we're in like kind of the same situation as you were, but what did you, or how were you able to, you know, go away from the safe route and just following your, you know, degree and go and get a job in sports. Like, you know, people tell you to do all the time versus going to pursue fitness and what you're passionate about. Cause I know that can be tough for some people. Um, I'd say it's really, I mean, it's very cliche, but people always say, you know, if you love working, you'll never work a day in your life. And uh, so right after I graduated, I know I said I got into fitness, but I actually did like an office internship during that summer. And it's a place I'd interned previous summers. And actually, like, I really enjoyed the job, like, love the environment, all the people I worked with, but just the kind of like nine to five grind, like every week, it just got to the point where not that I didn't like what I did, but it was like, I was living for two out days out of every single week and I just didn't want to be like I almost felt like I was stuck in a rut if that makes sense and obviously anytime I'm in the gym or you know helping a friend with their workouts or nutrition plans or whatever it may be I always just felt like that was my zone I just love doing that no matter like how tedious or how much time it took I always just love to do it so I was like you know why not see if I can make a career out of this and then here we are right yeah, that's awesome, man. I know how competitive, you know, the fitness space is. So how did you, I don't know, let's say, how did you manage to break through in your market and then, you know, kind of make a name for yourself and be able to sustain a career out of, out of the fitness space? Um, honestly, it's, you know, a lot of hard work, like everyone else says, but there's a ton of people out there that work hard. Like you were saying, fitness industry is just super saturated, you know, all the influencers and whatnot out there. It's, honestly, just a lot of luck. I mean, sort of being in the right place at the right time, you know, like the right people see your page or enough people see it, you know, you have a couple of posts that do pretty well and then your page can kind of grow from there. Um, I will say that kind of when I noticed I started to kind of blow up a little bit was when I started, you know, doing more professional shoots versus, you know, just bathroom mirror selfies and whatnot and really kind of started working with photographers like around, you know, in Miami or you know across the country versus just my little you know area in Columbus so gotcha so you had to kind of get more creative than what other people were really doing um I'm interested in like the business side of what you do I'm just curious like <clears throat> was like entrepreneurship a thing that you kind of were accustomed to or did you really have to um I guess like adapt to this lifestyle uh and you know, figure out how to mesh entrepreneurship with whatever your passion was? Um, I wouldn't say that entrepreneurship is really something I ever like envisioned for myself. Like obviously, you know, being your own boss is kind of something that sounds great to everyone. But as far as, you know, handling your own operations and just kind of merging, you know, like adulting stuff with, you know, my passion hasn't always I guess, been the easiest, but I've been fortunate enough, you know, to have people that have been through this experience or, you know, have a better idea of the business sort of things kind of help guide me along. So I definitely have to give credit to them. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, so currently right now, like, I guess, you know, a big thing in fitness um, is not, you know, it's not all of what you do in the gym. So like for people that are in college and can't um, find the time uh, or not, 
or I guess just aren't satisfied with where they're at fitness wise, what, um, what are some things you would, uh, I guess, give them for advice to work towards, you know, looking more like you? Um, I would say just like be patient and give it time. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. You're not going to see, you know, the perfect results you want instantly, but like, you'll definitely see it within time. Like I remember when I first started at the gym, I like, didn't even want to bench press by myself or like go by myself. Like I'd always go with my roommate just because I was like so embarrassed by like how little I could lift. And I was just always super scrawny. And then, you know, here I am today an influencer. So it just takes really time to see results. And I know another issue that a lot of people have is basically just getting like an ideal image of what they want to look like in their mind, which it's not a bad thing to strive for, but let's say, you know, I know Jeff sides, a huge fitness influencer. If you're like, oh, I want to look like that, you know, you have to understand that, you know, he's been training since he was, I don't know, like 14 or 15, like that's a lot of years of work and you're not going to look like that in just, you know, a year or two. And genetics also plays a huge, you know, uh, role in things. So, you know, you could end up looking, you know, better than him, worse than him, like everyone's body is different. So you're never going to look exactly like someone else. So you should just strive to always be the best person that you can be and not aim to be, you know, someone else. Yeah, I think that's a huge key because, you know, with, with the age of social media and being able to, to constantly compare yourself to other people, it's always kind of hard to give yourself credit for what you've done. I mean, because I feel like a lot of people can look at what they've accomplished in the gym and then just look at somebody else and just feel like they've done nothing. So I think that's a really big lesson to learn. But how have you dealt with, you know, failures or shortcomings in your career, both as an entrepreneur, uh, as, a, as a trainer, as a fitness influencer and how have you been able to overcome that and just be better moving? um I mean, i'd say throughout life you're always going to deal with obviously you know hardships or failures at some point and it's just always trying to find some sort of light at the end of the tunnel you know some reason to just keep going forward like i knew when i got into this obviously you know doing this as opposed to an office job you know it's going to be a little you know less stable there's a lot more risk there's going to be some times where you know things aren't as good, especially with the whole COVID thing, everything's kind of just, you know, unstable for everyone, as opposed to having an office job where, you know, you have that stability, you know, every week, you know, where you're going to be, you know, you have like that check week to week, you know, all that sort of thing. So it's really just having to believe in yourself at the end of the day, I think is really important. Yeah. Speaking of, of COVID real quick, how have you been able to pivot? I mean, I know the gyms were affected for a long time with the shutdown. How have you been able to pivot either online or selling some kind of product online to kind of compensate for the fact that there wasn't as much in-person interaction in the gym? Um, I think, you know, nowadays, obviously we have Zoom. Um, the social media plays such a big role. It's not as, you know, much of a pain to try and interact with people as it would have been, you know, 20 years ago, say when, you know, basically all trainer interactions and whatnot were in person. So now, I mean, a lot of the business I do anyway is, you know, interacting with people online for, you know, that sort of training or just giving, you know, advice via text or whatnot. So, I mean, my like in-person training isn't like super expansive anyway. So it wasn't a huge adjustment. Um, I'd say honestly, with having to do all interactions via, you know, Zoom or the internet, it's almost kind of been, I guess, helpful to grow into that niche more of just doing exclusively online training. 
Yeah, there's definitely like a, a trend happening right now because there's not really a choice. Um, but obviously you're young and um, you're not necessarily new to this, but um, you're definitely newer to a lot of people in the market. So I guess what are your plans to um, continue this trajectory of growth that you're on? And um, I guess, you know, continue to build on what you've already built. Um, so I'd say as far as growth, I've kind of taken a step back from the, the like social media and really trying to grow engagement on that and whatnot. Um, I've been focusing more like on the modeling sides of things and trying to get, you know, good connections and good jobs, you know, whether that's Adidas or whatnot, just bigger brands for that basically to get kind of established in that field. And I feel like later in time, once I'm kind of more, uh, kind of started in that industry, then maybe I'll come back to social media and focus on that again, but kind of put that in the back burner, I guess you could say for now. Got it. And have you ever like considered like, like acting? Is that something that you would want to do later on or not really? Um, I definitely have an interest in it. Um, I know I don't have as much experience as a lot of people I know, like in the acting modeling industry, you know, there's kids that have been starting since they were, I mean, six or seven years old and obviously I don't have a lot of experience in that but um definitely something I'd be open to looking into for sure yeah man that's awesome so I'm big into the the concept of networking I mean I think this whole show was founded on networking and the people we've met through the show has been it's been pretty incredible who we've been able to you know contact and connect with so how has networking impacted you you know in your business your personal life or even after college or anything like that um, I'd say it's pretty huge. Um, I was lucky enough to go to Ohio State, which obviously has a huge alumni base, a lot of people, you know, in the fitness and influencing industry. Um, so it's been helpful to reach out to, you know, some people I know that have had success uh, in that field, just to kind of pick their brain a bit and see, you know, what's worked for them or, you know, people that they've worked with, um, whatnot. Especially I know with shooting with photographers, a lot of it has just been, you know, seeing who some of my friends have shot with or seeing, you know, who other successful people have worked with. And it's just kind of not like copying, but almost like mimicking, you know, what's worked for them, whether that's, you know, styling or, you know, kind of mood board for shoots, um, whatnot. Um, but yeah, networking is always big. I always say that um, at this point, you know, there's so many talented people in the world and every industry feels like it's so saturated. So it's really not about what you know, it's about who you know at the end of the day. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. I feel like you have to have a network and have people that you can rely on or call up for uh, whatever it is you're working on. But um, no, that's cool. So we'll move into uh, what we call the lightning round. It's just a series of uh, like quick, uh, I guess, fun questions compared to some of the ones we've already asked you. Um, and the first question, it doesn't necessarily apply to you as much as it would to someone else since you're younger, but I feel like a lot has changed since you've turned 18. So what would you say uh, if you had the chance to go back and, you know, have a conversation with your 18 year old self? Um, I would say, honestly, I just wish I'd started this whole kind of social media thing and whatnot earlier, um, even just a couple of years had start on it now. I mean, the industry just gets more and more crowded and harder growing every year. So just, I mean, even if I'd started a year or two before, I feel like I could be like light years ahead of where I'm at now. So that would just be my main thing is just get a jump on everything. Yeah, 
100%. We've noticed the same thing. So the next question is, if you could have dinner with any three people, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Oh, yeah, that's a tough one. Um, I'd say, like, one of my role models is definitely Ryan Reynolds, just because, obviously, he's had so much success and, you know, acting and I'm a little bit of modeling. I know he's done. So it'd just be cool to, like, pick his brain. I mean, he's, like, huge A-lister, obviously. Um, God, I don't know another two. You might have to come back to that one. This is a tough one. I feel like uh, um, The Rock would be pretty dope for someone in your space. Just have no clue. How oh, that's very true. Has got to where yeah, he. I know Arnold's always. Arnold. I'm sure yeah, rocks. Arnold's always a classic one too. But, I mean, there's just so many people that you could say just have had some sort of influence on me, or it's someone that you know, like you could look up to. So. Yeah, no, that's dope. I, th- I feel like Sylvester Stallone would be another good one. <laughs> he's he's oh, true. pretty dope, dude. Um, anyways, uh, the last question here, the lightning round is uh, just kind of for you. It's, it's you know, people listening to the episode today, they heard your story, heard more about what you do. Uh, briefly, that is because obviously there's a lot more that you do uh, that was mentioned on this podcast. So where can the audience uh, go to follow you and just learn more about um, the work you do and how they can potentially get involved with either getting your help or just following along uh, your journey from here on out. Uh, so my main outlet that I use is Instagram. My handle is at ShreddyBra. Uh, I'm actually developing a website right now. It's still kind of in the works. There's a lot more work to that than I initially thought there was <laughs> for sure. But um, yeah, Instagram is definitely my main uh form of communication i try to be pretty good about responding to dms you know some days are better than others as i'm sure you guys know but for sure awesome man well we appreciate you uh coming on the show share some uh, pretty different advice and we've heard uh we mostly interviewed just entrepreneurs so hearing it from like the fitness lifestyle has definitely been uh super helpful and i think a lot of people resonate with it yeah i really appreciate you guys having me on thank you so much of course, man. All right, man. We'll know when this drops and then in touch. For sure. All right. Sounds good. You guys have a good one. You too, man.